Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, I want to spend one episode, probably, on uh, John Bogle's book, Don't Count on It. Uh, we share countless amount of books. I think we share probably three books now on, uh, on the uh, Index Fund um, by John Bogle. Uh, you can call me a Boglehead. Uh, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, I I feel like uh, we never really talk about the origin of mutual funds. We, we never really talk about um, how did the mutual fund come about and why index fund is John Bogle's choice than, um, you know, um, than a mutual fund, right? So let's, let's dive into it. And I want to give you guys a brief example on the history of the uh, mutual fund. So um, let's start with John Bogle, like why he was so um, you know, uh, instrumental in this uh, pioneering of the mutual fund. Um, he went to Princeton in 1949. Um, in his uh, senior um, economic, Cethus, uh, he majored in, in uh, uh, economics. He, his uh, title of his thesis was the economic role of the investment company. Right, so he sort of early on have this ideal of how how should a investment company invest, or how should they quote unquote um, get some kind of a uh, outline, right, or what kind of a ideal that a financial institution should do, and in two thousand and five. Uh, he wrote another art, uh, article saying that um, the, the title was Mutual Funds Industry, right, 60 years later. So he sort of had this across 60 years view on the development of the industry, of the mutual fund. And a couple of things or a couple of points that he made back in 2005 was that there are a lot more volume, there are a lot more number of the new funds. And then the long-term investing portfolio is actually has turned to short-term, right? Like people are so um, interested in getting um, in getting um, short-term numbers or quarter numbers, the percentage, right? What is your ROI? And then the cost has gone up. And then the mutual fund kind of have turned to the store the uh, storeship of uh, individual wealth, and then it kind of turns into a salesmanship. I think these four are actually absolutely correct, right? Let me repeat it, right? How how has the uh, mutual fund industry evolved? So first of all, there are a lot of new funds. Secondly, fund managers have turned from a long-term focus to a short-term focus. Number three, the cost of mutual fund has gone up. And number four, uh, the uh, the fund managers or the mutual funds has turned or changed from being a stewardship of a uh, individual wealth turned into a salesmanship, right? So let's talk about the history of the mutual fund and where it has started. So the very first mutual fund is actually started in um, 1924. Um, the uh, MIT Trust, that's what they call it. Um, uh, MIT, right? A Massachusetts te uh, Technology Institute, right? Um, so 
the very first uh, mutual fund has a six uh, percent of um, ROI, right? That's kind of like their their model after. Uh, so the fund gets started in 1924. In 1926, it has 3.3 millions of assets. From 1926 to 1928, they got 88% and 66% um, return of investment. And of course, we have the 1929 bust, right? Um, the uh, financial uh, downfall. And in 1936, it's kind of building itself back up again. It's managing 128 million in assets. In, 19, in 1949, it is managing 277 million. Um, but during that time, from like 1924 to 1949, these uh, 40 years roughly, um, they are also considered lower fee. It's a standard, right? So at 1949, the fee of the MIT trust fund is 0.39%. 0.39%. Okay. And then in 1969, the fees continue to drop to 0.19%. And then in 1975, the MIT trust fund hit a $1.15 billion in access. Okay, so just gave you guys some, some um, ideas here. So the feature here or the thing to draw attention on is MIT trust was always focusing on long-term investment and then there's really not a lot of turnover or not a lot of um, money being getting out of the fund because of the fact that they're so long-term focused. Now, the key years I want to point out is 1969. So 1969 is uh, uh, pivotal years or the inflection years in the development of um, mutual fund. So during 1969, the management structure changed for the MIT uh, fund. So MIT sold the fund to a management group. So it's not really controlled by the academic institution anymore. And then uh, they sold it as a trust to uh, Massachusetts Financial Services as like an outside company. So the fee, get this, the fee jumped from 0.19% to 0.39% in 1976, to 0.97% in 1998, and in early 2003, the fee jumped to 1.2%. And I will imagine, I haven't looked this up now, like in the 2021, the fee is probably uh, closer to 2%, right? Possibly. So in 1999, here is the, uh, the uh, you know, uh, um, kind of a, a snapshot of their, uh, income, right? So in 1999, the MIT trust, right, the one that sold off to the other company, they have $15.6 billion in asset, and then they are charging their customer $158 million in fees. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. In 1999, the firm has $15.6 billion in asset, and then they're charging $158 million in fees. Now you see why <laughs> the finance people are so rich, right? So from 1969, from the selling of the uh, MIT uh, trust fund from the academic institution to a uh, outside company, the assets have only increased seven times, right? And then the fees has increased 36 times. So 
that just gave you a overview on how crazy this is, right? So what is the concept that the mutual fund company wants you to think? They want you to think, oh yeah, it just points, points uh, 0.1% increase, it just 0.2% increase, it really adds up during the years. And um, the fees are actually doubling or tripling or quadrupling every couple of years. In reality, the assets in management doesn't, right? So the fees, most people think about, okay, the compounding interest right, is good. But if you think about it, over a long period of time, like 0.1% of the increase in fees also is compounding as well, <laughs> right? So um, let's let's put it in like another way, right? If if you invest one dollar in the S and P five hundred back in nineteen sixty nine, you wouldn't get a, a gotten thirty eight dollars by two thousand and three. Uh, this book was written, I think, in two thousand five. I don't really re re remember. So you got thirty eight x for the next about forty years or so, but. The MIT fund, if you invested $1 in 1969, you would have gotten $24 by 2003. That is a 38% decrease from raising the fee from 0.19% to um, 2003 for 1.2%. For, uh, uh, so that is the compounding interest for fees, right? So myself, like this is not financial advice for anybody. Um, Fidelity actually has a uh, zero cost, like actually zero cost um, index fund. I don't think they are just making money there. They, I, I think they are just trying to steal customers from uh, Vanguard. But um, I just want to give you guys a brief history and give you guys some examples on how and why low-cost index fund is the way to go. And we kind of cover a little, a little bit on the um, history of the mutual funds and how the uh, money, how the pricing has increased throughout the years. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, tomorrow we're going to start a new series. All right. Bye.